let's continue Be'ezus Hashem through the Seidah Advarim of Purim and the Yom before that as well which Be'ezus Hashem we're going to discuss a little bit last time yesterday we discussed about the a uh, little bit of an introduction we talked a little bit about the Tainis Esther we talked about uh, Parsha Zohar Let's talk about now. We're getting closer and closer to the Yom of Purim itself. Yom Akipurim. Machasitz ah. Shekel. That's today. We're going to start with Machasitz Shekel. So the Rambam in Hilchus Shkolim Perek Dalad explains to us and gives us the Seidat Vorm of exactly what went on. Says the Rambam that when the Beis Hamikdash stood, they collected Shkolim. That every male adult in Klal Yisrael was required to donate half a shekel that was towards the purchasing of the animals for the korbonus and other tzorich etzibor. That's what they did. That's where the shkolim came from. As the Mishnah in Shkolim Perik Aleph tells us that they started in Rosh Chodesh Adar, the shluchim would go out and they would go to announce the collections of the shkolim which would begin when would they begin, Rabbi Isai? Yeah. Two weeks later, which is on the 15th of Adar. And from that day onwards, until yeah. Rosh Chodesh Nisan, they would set up booths. And they would set up booths all over the city for the purpose of collecting the actual Shkolim. On Rosh Chodesh Nisan, what happened? They collected all the shkolim. They were brought into the, the Beis Hamikdash, into a designated room, and the shkolim were divided into separate containers used for dug carbonus, tzibur, and all the various things that they had to be used for. Okay. Says the Gemara in Megillah. Those that are learning Megillah would probably be very familiar with this one. The Gemara in Megillah, Dafyud Gimel, tells us that the reason that the Torah wanted Klal Yisrael to give the shkolim now. Right at this time, before Purim, Dafka, is to make sure that we give our Shkolim before Haman gave his Shkolim. What does that mean? The Megillah tells us that Haman bribed Achashverosh with a sum of money. How much was it? Those learning Mesechtos Megillah will tell us it's 10,000 kika of silver. Now, how much is 10,000 kika of silver? In 2020, so I made a cheshvan. If you approximately like this, I might be off by a little bit, but it's approximately rounded off like this: 43.6 kilo is a kiko of kesef. One kilo is approximately 240 dollars. Therefore, 10,000 kiko of kesef is 100 million dollars. Okay, that's how much money Homon bribed Achashverosh to kill the Jews. Therefore. We dafka give our shkolim, right, machas is a shekel, which we'll discuss in a moment, before the Megillah. Before Homan gave his shkolim, we give our shkolim. Yes, sir? I don't know if we can say that loud on the camera, even though I was requested that anybody ask questions, I should repeat it for those people watching. But that one is politically, you know, I don't know, they'll get, I'll get sued by Donald Trump for that. So, I don't, you know, for helping out in the elections or something. Like, I don't know, the intelligence committee will come, I don't want to do that. So therefore we give our shkolim before Purim. What was this half a shekel? What was the half a shekel? Rashi learns it was a coin worth half a shekel. It was worth, it was a coin that was worth half a shekel. It was one coin worth half a shekel. Um, the Ramban writes famously that when he came to Eretz Yisrael, he was shown this coin, and he described that it had 
on one side of the coin it had the jug of the mon, and on the other side it had the, the um, flowers, staff of Arun coin. Interesting, the Ramban said he saw such a coin. Yeah, Kedas Yitzchak says that the Machzaz Shekel was a coin cut in half. Literally, they're a coin, they cut it in half. And the reason everybody knows why we spoke about this on Shabbos, Aaron, is because to show that Kali Yisrael are never whole on their own. They need the guns. Kali Yisrael, the Achters, we need... That's what the Kedis Yitzchak said. It was cut in half in that case. Others, for example, the Yad Yitzchak says it wasn't a specific coin. It was the value of half a shekel, whatever that may have been. Okay. I'll tell you, Mordecai Maisa. Shemin, you're going to love this Maisa. Gavaldiga Maisa. We have time? Yeah, we have time. Listen to this Gavaldiga Maisa. Aaron, you with me? Okay. The Heidegger Savsoifa, the Heidegger Savsoifa had a coin that was passed down from generations and generations as a Yerusha of a half a shekel. I mean, he had one of these machs a shekel he used in the base of Migdosh, the Savsoifa got it, Mamish from his Yerusha from generations and generations was passed down all the way from the base of Migdosh time. Unbelievable thing. Your mother has one? I'm not so sure. Yeah, one of those. One of those, like. Okay. I hear, I don't know, we'll see. If not, we, if, if yes, then we will sell it and use the proceeds to support the yeshiva for the next 10 years. But Al Kapan, there we are. Al Kapanim, because had such a coin. Very interesting, my Rabbi say. So there was once a meeting of Rabbonim, and one of the rabbis got up and he said, Rabbi say, I want to show everybody. I've got a coin of the Machsas HaShekel. And I was like, ooh, ah, pass it around. Now, here's the Ksav story, but he also has one. He was also excited to show everyone, but he didn't want to dampen, you know, the, the, the wonderful, this guy who got up and said, I've got one of the coins. He was like, oh, me also. It's not going to work, right? So he just left it in his pocket. The coin went missing. The po- his pocket went missing. They're like, okay, can you hand it in? Nobody knows where it is. Nobody knows where it is. It's never a choice. Then they're like, what, what are they going to do in that case? They can say, my boy said, please, can somebody please do it? Can someone please, you know, hand it in? And everyone said, no, no, I haven't got it. So, okay, can everybody please check their pockets? And one old man says, no, 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 don't do it. And we're like, uh-huh, we know why you're saying don't do it. And it was a whole Gunther show that we're not going into now, exactly the whole story, how it happened. Basically what happened was, um, they, uh, they checked it, they looked at it, and they took it in his pockets, they saw they had one, ah, you're the one that stole it. And then they, he said, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. And as he was talking about it, the waiter came in and says, oh, I found it wrapped up in the, one of the tablecloths over there. And therefore that was the story over there. Now, Bismanenu. Bizman has said, we don't have a Besam Middash, unfortunately. Mitzvah later on this afternoon, the Besam Middash will come down from Shemaim, the Baish Lishi, and we'll be able to have the Besam Middash and give the Takabaks a shekel. But if that doesn't happen, unfortunately, then we don't have a Besam Middash. There are more Sementov, Reish, Sari, Dalit says we still give Maksa Shekel as a Zeicha, Maksa Shekel, the Nitziv in Emek Shaila says it's Meikadin. There are more Paskins, it's only a Minig Baalma. What do we use? So the Matka, the Tashbats, and Nazai Paskin, the Ramah, that because it says Truma, Three times in the parasha Machsa Shekel, the minig is to give three coins that are worth a half a shekel. My Sarava the Vilna Goin says to give one. Most post can say the minig is to give three. And you should give the currency of that place. So, for example, in Schweiz, in Schweiz you give half a franc. That's what you give because that's what it's worth in those days. In England, you give half a pound. Whatever the half is of that place. In America, half a dollar. And they're Eretz Yisrael of a shekel. Okay? That's, in every place you've got to give half of whatever it's worth in that place, right? But Rabbi Hanke Yavkishlita held that it should be spendable in that place. In other words, don't give half a franc here in Eretz Yisrael because nobody can buy it. No one can spend it. Maybe half a dollar, baby. But like half a pound is not going to work over here. The Mela, it cannot work in that case. 
and the Chazanish held that way as well, that it has to be spendable in that place. So giving half a dollar to Yisrael, I don't know if exactly it's going to work. Half a pound for Shona, half a franc, all these things are not going to work. Now, if you don't have a half, the Marisham says, you can give one, or you can give many, you can give holes on condition that only half of it is going to be used for Machaz as a shekel in that case. Um, there is a header to use silver, the Shoid Vishal Shavod, the Kapachaim, is Dafka to use silver. Sometimes you ever went to a shawl where they have silver half coins sort of wrapped up in, you know, in tape, and you could use that, and you could be coined that, that you could, you could put in money, you could be coined that a couple of times, depending on what you need to do that, and therefore it's okay. By the way, the Ali Rabba Paskin the Behatev, you cannot use Mysa money for this. You have to use money, regular money, you cannot use Mysa, it's only half a shekel, I'm not sure most guys can afford a one and a half shekel, especially you guys who are single, and therefore got no problem with that. The meaning is, that the Gabai uh, plates takes Machsa Shekel, sticks them together, and puts them inside, as the Be'alacha points out, and everyone's coining it you know, one after the other, you know, for, for yourself or for your children, or whatever it may be. Um, Pashtus, yeah. Pashtus, you pick up each time. Each, coining for each one. Coining, that's the minik. Kind of for each one. Kind of for each one. Now, very important as well. You do not say this is the machas it's a shekel because, as the Rambam pointed out, we don't have it nowadays because we don't have a bit of mikdash. We say this is a zecha the machas is a shekel. And in fact, if a Yosef brings down, some people don't even say that. They just keep silent because they don't want to get involved. Machlokes v'shainim. Who's in? Who's chayiv? In this minute of Gemachas Shekel, according to the Chinuch, it starts at the age of 20 years old, because the Possek says, the Ben Esrim Shana, therefore anyone under 20 years old does not, according to the Chinuch, have to give your one and a half shekel of Machas Shekel. According to the Rambam, that the age of the first collection was in order to figure out how many people over 20, but there were other collections for the finance of the base Hamidosh, then according to that, any, ale, uh, any adult male, the over bar mitzvah, you're a male, you are chayev, you're included in this halacha, and therefore you should give machza shekel. The Mishnah in Shkolim brings down that women and children under 13 are potter machza shekel. The Al-Shekha Kodesh explains because they didn't, they didn't participate in the Egel Azov, and therefore because of that, says the Al-Shekha Kodesh, they are potter from machza shekel in that case. The Minig, the reverse that like Yosha and others hold, that the Minig is that women and children do give, and you should give for your wife or your children as well. Once a, pa- a father has given for his child, he should continue giving for his child, because that is the Minig in that case. When do we give machza shekel? Even if, no, once it starts giving the girl, it doesn't give for a child anymore. Meaning, once you give for a young child, you have to keep on going, even though better a young child is potter. Asman, when do we give the maxas a shekel? So, according to the Ramah, as we mentioned before, it should be given dafka before Purim, because before the Megillah. Megillah talks about Haman bribing Achashverosh. We want to make sure we give our shekel before Haman give, gave his shkalim. Therefore, we dafka give it before the Megillah. The Kapachayim brings down. Many people give it on Rosh Chodesh Adar already because they want to give it before Parsha Zohar. The Kapachayim brings Azar Minik. I don't think anybody's knowing that way. But that's what the Kapachayim brings. Tosfus, again, for those that are learning Megillah Dav Chofalev, Tosfus brings down simply we give it on Yom HaTainis, on the day of Tainis Esther. And that's our Pisoid. The Siddhavirashash brings down the same thing. Like Tosfus, that we give Matzah Shekel on the day of the Tainis. So is Mashmah of the Ramah, that Mincha of Erev Purim meaning Yom HaTainis, Tainis Esther, it's a kapora, it's a chilek of the kapora of the Tainis, and therefore, 
That's the minig also in Yerushalayim. The minig Yerushalayim, and that's what we do here in the yeshiva, is that on Tainus Esther, before Mincha, we do Machzor Shekel. Again, obviously, if you forgot, or for some funny reason you weren't there, well, obviously you can give, um, obviously after that, without any problem whatsoever, the Magen Avram, says the minig is to give it on Purim, in the morning before the Megillah. The stapler gave it before Marev, on Purim night. But again, as we said, many hold up minig Yerushalayim is to do it on the Yom HaTainus in that case. Said Rav Yashu Zatzal, if a person forgot, he can give it even after Purim, up until because again, if it's the Zeich of the Machzor Shekel that was done in the base of Megdosh, it was collected until Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and therefore we go all the way till Rosh Chodesh Nisan. In that case, what do you do? What do people do with Machzor Shekel money? So the post can say the Yavitz the Maral. The Maril, the Lavosh says, Be'etzim, you can give it to any stocker, any Anim. The Rachashulchan says, You give it to Bedek Abayas of the Beis Knesses, because any Bedek Abayas of the Beis Knesses is doing it to the Beis Amidosh, which is what the original Machsah Shekel was made for, right? Kapachayim says, You give it to a Kolo, you give it to a Yeshiva, same idea. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai, Be'ez Hashem, through the Seydat Varim of the Yom. Let's talk about Leil Purim. The night of Purim. So Mr. Buru Tafar said he hates the Gimel brings that the Achorinim say that it's nochen for a person to wear big day Shabbos on the night of Purim. Right? The night of Purim, the night we're here in Megillah, wherever you are, your Dalit has fallen, depending where you are in the world, which city you are. So the Maisa, the Mishra brings, is not to a big day Shabbos on the night of Purim. Candles should be lit, tablecloths should be on, the bed should be made. The Kafachayim says people even bring, uh, wear big day Yontav, not big day Shabbos. Because as we know, big day Yontav is nice than big day Shabbos. And the Kafachayim says many people have a minigon Purim to wear Dafka big day Yontav, as opposed to big day Shabbos. Right? That's the Kafachayim brings. Many go to the Mikvah on Erev Purim. Like Erev Yontav, as those bring down from the Sfarim Akdoshim. The Ramah, Tophrei Tzadihei, brings down Mitzvah, Laharbois, Besuda Sporim, U Besuda Aleph, Yoitzim. That means like this. Be'esem, one suda on Purim a person has is enough. However, continues the Shulchan Aruch over there, Tavri Sarihei, that you should make a suda at night. If you make a suda at night, you're not Yaitzah. Now the suda's Purim, which we will discuss, hopefully tomorrow we'll get to it, is only dafka by day, not by night. If you make the suda's Purim by night, you're not Yaitzah. That's only dafka during the day. Continues the Ramah. Umekomokim gam layla yismach biyarbe ktsas the suda. The Ramah says, I hear the Ikapurim Suda is by day, but by the night before, a person should be married a little bit in Suda, which is the minig here in the Yeshiva, that we have the Suda on the night of Purim to be Yaitza this Ramah. It's a mitzvah to Ktsas Marba in Suda on the night of Purim, and the Shatzin brings the Kolboy that says a person should not eat Basa on the night of Purim, so a person should not get confused with the real Suda, as though it brings the Shatzin, the Mishabura, from the Kolboy. However, the Dark Emotion, the Taz, and most other achroinim, as I pass in the Shulchan, are mekel, and all you are allowed to eat meat on the night of Purim. We're not worried that a person is going to get mixed up. In that case, the Chaschayim brings the Sefer Yofa Lelev. That's said the minig was to eat dafka lelio dalit, and straight after Shachas dafka cheese, because Torah is nimchal to cheese, and we know that on Purim there kimu v'kiblu, right? Kimu v'shikiblu kva. They had a new kabbalas Torah, which of course we will discuss. There are many people who have a minig dafka to eat nuts. On the Beis brings it um, on Leil Purim. The Chashuvah said the minig is to eat nuts already on the day of Purim. Um, okay, so that is the Gabi that. Another thing as well, which we'll discuss a little bit more by Rikas, is we have to remember as well, the Heiligach Samsoifah, the Samsoifah says, that if a person learns Torah, between Megillah and Megillah, that means you've got two Megillah readings. You've got the Megillah by night, and the Megillah by day. If a person learns Torah, between the Megillah by night, and the Megillah by day, Muftach Loishu Ben Oilam Habah, Unbelievable thing, guaranteed, says the Heiligach Samsoifah, that 
you will be a ben oilem abba. Okay, kavaldik. I will tell you, Mordechai Yosef, the Heilige Ime Yosef, the Ime Yosef, the knows the Ime Yosef. Spinky ever. The Meyosim says, what he writes over here. He writes like this that after Leil Hasedah, on Pesach, what was the meaning that many people say after the Haggadah? They say Shira Shirim. It's printed in many of the Haggadahs. They said Shira Shirim. So the Heilige Ime Yosef was wondering what should he do next. He did Shira Shirim. Now what? So he decided what he's going to do. He's going to read the Megillus Esther. Why is he reading Megillus Esther on Leil Seder? Because most of the things that happened on to Megillus Esther by Purim happened on Pesach. It was really on Pesach. So he talked about Megillus Esther. In the, in, the, in the middle of Megillus Esther, he fell asleep and he saw in a dream, unbelievable, amazing thing, he saw in a dream based in Shalmala, what was going on in Shomayim, where he said that the Svarim bring down that when Claudius saw read the Megillah, the gates of Gehenna get opened and those people in Gehenna are released. And therefore, the problem was there are some people on Purim who are a little bit lazy. And until they get out, out of their bed, open the cover, get dressed, you know, it takes time sometimes to get out of bed. So those people couldn't get out of Gehenna quick enough on Purim. And by the time they got there, the gates were already closed because Carly saw no longer reading the Megillah. All of a sudden, the Imbriyais of the Spinker Rebbe was reading the Megillah, Leila Seder. People were banging on the door of Gehenna, get me out of here, no Megillah, get me out of here, because they were lazy when it came to Pace, when it came to, when it came to Purim. But now it's Pesach already, it's already, you know, a month later, these guys finally got to the gate. They wanted to do that in that case. So the 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 the, the, um, the sire of Gehenna said, "No, I'm terribly sorry. It's the wrong time. This is Pesach, and so we we only open these gates on Purim." So they went. So they, the Spinky Rebbe went to the base of the Mara, and they were feeling that. What do you mean? He's reading the Megillah, and therefore they are allowed him out over here. And they bring down from this Maisa. What do you see? That on Purim is a time that a person can get out of the lowest depths. A person can bring himself out from the lowest and bring, and bring himself to the highest. A couple of halachas before we stop for today and continue tomorrow. Eating before the Megillah is also for a person to eat once the Zman of the Megillah arrives. Because as we know, all halachas that once, when the person does mincha, shachas, or anything, you're not to eat because maybe you're going to forget. But we're talking only about a lot of mazayin. It's more than a beitza or drinking alcoholic drinks. Non-alcoholic drinks or less than a beitza mazayin or for sure fruits and vegetables are always mutter before the Megillah. You're allowed to learn Torah before the Megillah even after the Zman arrives. The reason is because the Megillah is so chaviv, it's so dear to Klal Yisrael, we're not worried that a person is going to forget anything. Or the other reason is because mitzvah barabim, people will be reminded. And therefore not chosh that a person will forget to do that. Mariv, obviously, Allah nisim. Baroiv am, the Gemara Megillah, Dafkimon Omanalev tells us, Shokhanah, Tophish, Pezayin, Paskin, Samavatan, Tamatoyle, Shwa, Mikha Megillah. Wumavatal, Tamatoyle, however difficult it may be to close your Gemara, you're going to have to do so, Binyamin, and go and listen to the Mikha Megillah. Nothing to do about it. But Vatlin Talmud Torah, one of the very few times we find such a thing, which is a kasha which we're not going to get to now, but we don't find such a Loshan and Chazal, Mavatlin Talmud Torah, to shake Luluf, which is a Daraisa. Mavatlin Talmud Torah, to eat Matzah, which is a Daraisa. Here at the Rabbonon, no, Mavatlin Talmud Torah. I mean, don't we have to Mavatlin Torah for every mitzvah that we do? Good kasha. Think about it, go to sleep, and come up with the terrets. Akoponim, Baroiv Amhadris Melach, which means the bigger the minion, the more mitzvah you get. The more it's a mitzvah of Megillah, is a mitzvah of Pesume Nisa. The more people that are there, Beshast the Megillah, the more mitzvah Baroiv Am Hadras Melach. And therefore, Be'etzen is a here for every single person to go to the biggest minion that is in that town. 
So maybe we should all be going to Bells, or we should be going to Get, because that's the biggest minion. Rabbi Rabbi, I'm hard to smell it. So if Bosnia is a Chuvan Shevet Levi, Chedik Tes, Kufam Hey, others of Meshustamach and others, they say Nachanami. Person has a minion Kavua where he davens every single time. Avadi should go with his minion Kavua. Shiva Bocha, Avadi should be in Yeshiva. A person that has this particular reason why he goes to a smaller minion, more Kavana, his children, whatever it is, then obviously there's a Mokim. Has to? No. Hida? Yes. That's up to the Gemara. Okay. A um, couple of other things before we finish. The Zman, as we know, the time for Megillah is by Nacht from Tseisa Kachavim. Mishabur Tophet said he basically got new Dalit. a person can read a little bit earlier up until Alois Hashachar. That's, um, that's the end time. Before you start reading, we open the entire Megillah and we fold it up like, as though it be like a letter, page by page. We don't make sure it, hang, it doesn't hang from the table. This is only for the Balkaya. A person reading on his own that has a kosher Megillah does not have to do that. Um, by the way, the Kapachayim brings down the Droshus Maral that you do have to open it even for a Yochid, but the Bach says no, it's only for a person that's reading it, but Sibir, not a person with Yochid. Okay, weiter. A person should not should not touch the Megillah, that's a cloth, with his hands, unless he did Natile Sadaim, because like every every cloth you're not meant to touch with your hands. However, the Minig is to be Mekel, or Batoiv Lahachme, says the Ramah, and wash your hands before you are touching the cloth of your real Megillah. Birchasa Megillah, for all the brochas you have to be standing. For the actual reading, you are allowed to sit except for the Balkari, because covered at Sibo, he should be standing. Once you make the brocha, you have to have Kavana to be Moitzi, everyone, and the listener has to have Kavana to be Yotzer, every single word. Women as well, the same thing, that generally um, we make some a brocha with them. The Brochas by day, which we will be announcing, but just remember that first of all, you do not remove your tefillin until after the Megillah, right? Because we know Vayikar Elu Tefillin, and therefore we should have the tefillin on by Shabbos Megillah. We don't take it off before the Megillah. The Ramah says you make a Shechianu even by day, because the Ikka Mitzvah says the Ramah is the Mikra Megillah by day. Kavoda of Shechianu by the Megillah of day should have kavana for the mitzvahs hayoyim mitzvahs hayoyim being shlachmonas and suda matonas tevyonim as well even if you gave the matonas tevyonim before which you know the sign is up I'll be collecting matonas tevyonim which you all should give ready this week already because next week we're not even here and the week after is ready Purim so make sure you give him matonas tevyonim in that case you have to hear every single word of the Megillah Otherwise, you're not yotze. You miss one word. Your mamish mamish not yotze in that case. If you do miss a word, so what you should what you should do is you should have a kosher megillah or at least a chumash in front of you, and you should read it along and catch up to the balkorah. Which means if you missed the word, if the homan went on a bit too loud, and you missed the word after homan, or you missed the word homan itself, so open up your chumash and read it off over there, and therefore you're okay. Obviously, it's better than a kosher megillah. But even if you don't that, you're yotze even from a chumash in that case. If you dozed off, as long as you etzem heard what he said, but you weren't concentrating, you're yotze. If you dozed off that you have no recollection where you're holding that means you missed the words obviously you have to go back at all and, and, and listen again if you have a Sophic if you miss words so at night Sophic Drabon and Lekula by day it's not so posh that we can be making in that case then Gemara Megillah goes to Shiloh whether or not I have to understand the Megillah it's Lashon HaKodesh Lashon HaKodesh I do not have to understand the Megillah and even if I don't understand the Megillah I am Yaitzel let me just finish off the last couple of logos of the Mikra Megillah because obviously I want to start a whole new Sugar of Ezra Shem tomorrow with the Mitzvah Tells us paskins over here in that the Mahalach is that a person says that in one breath. What's the reason we say it in one breath? Because they were all killed at one time. The Rosh adds the words as well, Chamesh Ish as well. 
And that someone who holds its own, the going holds its own, but the Ebed, even if you did not do it in one breath, you are still Yaitza. Um, according to many Paiskim, if you cannot do it in one breath, you can read it normally, and it's no problem whatsoever. Um, the Rogachov over here holds, the reason over here is because Be'etzem, um, because there's no, there's no Shemei Ka'ona, but something has to be done in one breath, and that's why you have to do it yourself. Um, microphones and, and phones, you cannot be Yaitza and Megillah with that way, you have to hear it yourself. Psukin that we read loud should be read loud. If you made a mistake, generally the Shukhanah passings aim to give to ourselves. We don't make, you know, we don't correct the person if you made a mistake in the Megillah. After Megillah, we stand out, we roll the Megillah, we make the Bracha. Now a person can speak in that case. And, um, and that's what we do over there. Okay, but as I said, tomorrow we'll go through many of the mitzvahs, Hayyim, that are on the game. Have a wonderful day.